0: Welcome back to Clay, creatively leading, always yearning, the podcast for Christian men, desiring to be the best that they can possibly be for his kingdom's cause, yearning for more of him, desiring to draw nearer to him, James 4 8, draw near to me and I will draw nearer to you. This is the podcast for you, the man who wants to grow, the man who wants to uh, develop his faith, be the best man that he could possibly be for him. My name is Justin and this is uh, my great pleasure to just be able to share with you uh, a little bit and uh, of, of, in, in this medium, to be able to hop on here and to uh, record uh, some audio uh, that you would he- uh, listen to it is incredibly humbling, the fact that you're listening to this right now. Uh, it is moving, uh, and uh, just know that as a listener of this podcast, you are in my prayers. Uh, I do uh, hope and pray uh, that uh, despite what's going on in your life right now, that uh, you know that uh, God is uh, there working through it, and he's doing something. He's at work. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes it's not the work that maybe we want him to be doing. But it is uh, work nonetheless. And uh, our, 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 great, uh, our our great God has a, a plan. And uh, that plan is uh, far better than uh, your plan or my plan. And uh, it is our role to seek after him. That being said, uh, sometimes uh, this journey uh, gets a little interesting. You've heard the phrase. I'm sure that you've heard it before. The journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. This is, of course, true, and uh, you and I both know that uh, no journey begins unless you actually take that first step. Nobody would argue that. I uh, personally, uh, I like to run, and I ran, ran a couple of races, and uh, there's uh, another um, a phrase that I think we forget about, and in a marathon, uh, generally, the it's, it's referred to as, as this, the, the last mile is the least crowded, and uh, that simply means this. On any journey in any uh, thing that you do, uh, any goals that you set, uh, oftentimes uh, you find that as you are chasing after something or seeking after something or perhaps running a race, uh, the crowd begins to dwindle. Generally, this is because you're doing something different than what the masses are doing when you apply this to life in general. And so that last mile of the journey is the least crowded because the least amount of people have made it to that point. And this is uh, a, an interesting concept uh, to dwell on and to think about here, uh, but I wanted to bring it up because as Christians, uh, we are in a minority group in the world. Now, uh, that isn't uh, by, uh, by by our choosing necessarily. Uh, it's just it's a fact of life. Especially uh, perhaps in your area of the U.S., you may uh, be in uh, the minority. Or the fact that there is a vast vast amount of people that are completely unreached in the world today. Uh, but I want to drill down uh, a little bit more specific to you and to your community. Uh, there are a lot of people who would say that they believe in God, but perhaps are not living out their faith. That is part of why uh, this podcast is coming to fruition, is to help us as men to uh, live out our faith and actually be uh, the hands and feet of Jesus here on earth, as, uh, as is our calling. Now, uh, why does it matter to uh, bring up the fact that the last mile is the least crowded? Well, if you're doing something that's different than the majority, if you're doing something that's different than even the people you may have gone to church with for years, or the people that you've grown up with, if you're reaching out to others, if you're being uh, the outgoing Christian in the supermarket or, uh, or or perhaps at your workplace, or whatever it may be, Odds are you are going against the grain of what is typical or normal. You're standing out. You are uh, setting a different pace for the life that you're living. And you may look around and feel like you are alone. You may look around and feel like uh, you're the only one who gets it. You're the only one who uh, thinks about the souls of other people that you come into contact with. You may be feeling like you're a bit alone in this journey. You know that you've got uh god and 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 you understand that and you understand the, the the fact of uh the the holy Spirit and you you get it and and you know all of these things, but then there's this feeling of loneliness thats uh, can sometimes creep in there, and in a race that last mile is at least crowded, hopefully it's because you're the leader of the pack right and you're finishing first. Uh, But the reality is uh, many people run the race to to finish. They run the race so that they can uh, get to the end. And then if you look at life as a race, uh, we're all running it. You don't know where your finish line is, but uh, you do want to run it and you do want to finish. You want to finish well, I would imagine. Uh, That is uh, also a biblical stance to take is to run that race well. Uh, Paul highlights that a, a couple of uh, times in his letters to the uh, early churches. Now, I want to I want to uh, sh- I dive into this a little bit with you. In that your day to day life, you you're going to deal with loneliness. You're going to feel like you're uh, the only one at times. You're going to feel like uh, maybe uh, you and a few people get it, and, and that's it. And uh, and I, I just want you to know that uh, there are more people that get it. There's a far more people that get it than than you realize. And that's okay because you don't need other people's edification to live out your faith. You don't need other people uh, in order to live out your faith. Now, uh, what I do want to encourage you and continue to encourage this is uh, that community will help you to feel less lonely. The reality is when you are walking in life with brothers, with uh, with the goal of uh, sharpening one another and being the man that God has called you to be, you're going to feel less lonely, but you're also going to be able to share experiences and times that uh, your uh, your brothers can, can normalize for you. Uh, they can share similar experiences. They can share similar stories. And what that'll do for you is it's going to normalize the discomfort that you are feeling. And while discomfort isn't something to run from or shy away from, uh, no other people normalizing it will actually allow you to em- embrace it. And if you can embrace this discomfort, it will continue to become more normal for you. You will feel less lonely in your journey. You will feel less alone, and you will feel more like you are part of a team in battle together. You're part of an army going to war together, as opposed to a lone soldier. Now, uh, this is uh, important for a few things. One uh, you were stronger together. Uh, you, you can't argue that. Uh, in fact, you're, you're probably nodding along right now going, yeah, I, I get that. Uh, if you go into battle against, uh, against an army uh, and you are by yourself, well, it's going to be pretty tough odds, right? But when you go into battle together with others, then the odds are uh, better, right? And uh, we know who the ultimate victor is in this war anyway. In fact, it's already been won, and, and we, we know this to be true, but yet we'll step into battle and feel alone at times. And loneliness is a, a a a an interesting interesting place for men to fall into. It is a very vulnerable, very open place for attack, spiritual attack, specifically uh, to be uh, left alone to your own devices. And uh, this uh, feeling of loneliness can, can increase and it can become a, a burden that's, uh, that, w- that, w- that, w- that will carry for no good reason at all, that will carry and withhold and, uh, and, and at times even celebrate or revel in. And the only time that you should celebrate your aloneness is if you have chosen to uh, separate from uh, perhaps an association that has, has been negative in your life. And at that point, great, you're alone. Now you've got to find the right people to associate with. Uh, the second thing that I want to highlight here with this concept and this idea of, uh, of this journey is that uh, you, you may be growing at a different pace than other people in your life, and that may be another area where you feel lonely or you feel doubtful. Uh, this is a part of a discipleship that I, I think uh, gets forgotten about uh, at, at times. And this is why it's important to continually uh, be uh, seeking after Jesus as your primary influence, uh, getting into uh, God's word as your primary influence and, uh, and not uh, getting lost in the influences of the world, whether good influences or not. Uh, it can be easy to uh, get distracted from the fact that your number one relationship, your number one priority is your vertical alignment, is that relationship up, up. Right, and uh, this is an area where men can uh, feel like they've arrived at a certain point with their level of association, or if you feel like you are the uh, the the and I, I don't want to pump you up with uh, arrogance and and pride here, but if you feel like you're the best Christian in your circle, in your community, then you're not being discipled and you're not surrounding yourself with people that are challenging you, that are further along on the road than you, that are uh, sharpening you. You're not being sharpened. You may be sharpening, uh, but the the, the reality is you're you're probably not even doing that well because you're not uh, being discipled. You're not in community. You're not... Uh, you're, you're not part of iron sharpening iron. Uh, you, in fact, you, you could easily be doling others in, in many cases, and so it is important for us to recognize this: that uh, our loneliness uh, is is and should be a a reflection of and a moment of uh, remembering or paying attention to, or again, uh, a, a realization that. Uh, we need to take stock of where we're at in life, who we're surrounded by, who we're choosing to spend time with, and, and what is our primary influences. What what are they? What are our primary influences, and how are we taking steps to make sure that that vertical alignment is being maintained? And the last thing I want to touch on with this idea of uh, of our uh, last uh, last mile being uh, the, the the most empty, uh, the most uh, the least crowded. Is that it's okay? Uh, it is okay for you to feel like you may be the only one that gets it. Uh, that is an okay emotion. That is an okay place to be in uh, for for a period of time. It, it is okay to have, have gotten to a point where you you do you f- you feel like uh, you feel like nobody else gets it, and that you're the only one that's got it, and that uh, you are feeling alone in that. That you're feeling like. Uh, you have have reached a point because that is a a key indicator uh, that you're paying attention, for one, that you're engaged, uh, but it's also an indicator that perhaps some things have gone by the wayside. Perhaps some of uh, your uh, focus or your discipline on getting around other men that have uh, more experience, uh, more knowledge, more study, or even just to ask you really challenging questions. They don't have to know more than you or have a degree that's higher than you. Uh, but get around men that, uh, that challenge you, that make you think, that, that push you to be better and, and seek after more uh, more Jesus in your life, more, more, more of his word, more time with him, more of everything with him. Those are the kind of men that we need to make sure that we are surrounding ourselves with, uh, that we are uh, allowing to speak into our life, and that we are intentionally seeking out as well. That's the biggest problem with association. Is that most people's association, the people they spend the most time with, is just by convenience. It's by uh, it's by uh, a matter of life and and, and people that have just happened upon their life and they're just, uh, it's just convenient. It's the people that you went to school with. It's the people that happen to go to the same church as you. It's the people that, uh, you, you know, your neighbors or whatever it may be. And that's uh, and that's—and that's it. That's the biggest problem with association is that we're not actively choosing who to spend time with and who to uh, disciple and who to reach out to. Uh, instead, we're just letting life pass us by and just uh, choosing convenient friendships and, uh, and choosing the easy way out in, in, in many cases. Which brings us to our our very, very last point on uh, this thought, this idea of the last mile being the least crowded is the fact that you don't know when your last mile is. You don't know when uh, it is time for you to go home. Uh, You don't know when that point is. And so the way that I choose to look at this is living as though I'm always in my last mile of life. And that's the perspective. And I don't always uh, follow through with action on this. This is why I need other men and other people, are believers in my life, to challenge me. I need. Uh, I need to be iron sharpening iron, and I need to be sharpened. I, I need to be pushed. I need to be uh, in, in times of discomfort, of 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 growth, of pain, of of struggle. And and life has enough struggle on its own. I, I get that, but uh, there's this idea of resistance, and there's idea this idea of. Uh, of, of running from it and trying to make decisions that uh, get rid of the most resistance in our life and that make it the easiest that we can possibly find. And then there's this idea of facing the resistance and pushing through it and working through it and, and working out our faith and actually uh, challenging. And we, uh, we, we say that we're super busy and that we're so tired. And, and, and the truth of the matter is uh, we're distracted. And we're not paying attention to life, and we're not engaged, and we're not living intentionally. We're just uh, letting life pass us by and just choosing to plug in what we need to and plug out and veg out. And we got our drugs. We got our TV. We got our social media. We got our fantasy football, fantasy baseball, whatever, fantasy this, fantasy that. We got we have all this stuff that just uh, takes our attention away from things that uh, truly matter and that are, are, are very, very important and right in front of our faces most of the time. Uh, and so I... I, I just encourage you to, to think about it this way. If the last mile is the least crowded in a race, it's 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 because a race is being ran. If life is uh, the end of the race, and, and the end of your life here on earth is the end of the race, then perhaps we could uh, find those key people uh, that will be running with us in that last mile, who will treat Uh, life as though it is that last mile, day in and day out. Maybe what we need to do more is surround ourselves with people that help us to uh, push forward as though it is the last mile. Yes, it will be the least crowded. No, you're not going to have an endless list of these people. I am uh, encouraging you to identify those few key people in your life, understanding that life is going to happen and these people may change over time. But if you don't have two, three men in your life that you can look to, that are challenging you, that push you, that make you get out of your comfort zone and and really into the game here, into the battle, uh, men that you uh, don't that you can't imagine or sorry that you can't imagine uh, not walking into battle with the, the, these guys like you you just can't imagine uh, facing uh, facing uh, facing a battle facing war or facing uh, strife facing anything without without them without access to them or or uh, and, and better yet at times they because of the way that they live life, uh, it, it makes you want to run after God that much more because uh, you see what's going on in their life, and 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 you know that that's available for you too, and so you just want more Jesus because these other men are in your life. These are these are important relationships to identify and to uh, foster and to build, so that you can uh, disciple others, so that you can be discipled, and so that you, uh, you you can have somebody watching your back too imagine uh being all alone in the in the race and uh and being exposed. Imagine that loneliness that we talked about before now imagine having people in your life that are know you well enough to know that something's wrong to some that something's going on. They can look into your life and they can call they can call you they can send you that text they can grab a cup of coffee with you perhaps they're at distance and they can just hop on a uh, zoom a zoom call with you. Uh, whatever it is pick up the phone and call you people in your life that you are uh, so consistently in relationship with that when something does go wrong when something does go sideways when you are drifting when you are pushing away they can say something because they know you and they have uh, permission to speak into your life and vice versa we all need that none of us have this figured out none of us are perfect so Think about it. Who in your life would you identify as a courageous leader who's always yearning for more? Jesus, who understands that uh, we are clay in His hands and that uh, He is molding us into uh, His creation, uh, continually uh, pulling away uh, the, the the garbage and, and and building us into the men that He needs us to be. Who, who in your life makes you think about that? Who in your life uh, do you think about as I describe that man? Maybe send them a text today. Maybe send them a, 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 a phone call. Maybe shoot them a phone call. Send them an email. Whatever you got to do. And just let them know that uh, you're appreciative to have them in your life. Or maybe you don't have these people in your life. And well, your first step is to, to get them in your life. If uh, you feel like you're just not seeing much of that in your community and those around you, then you get to be the guy that brings people together. Awesome. Do it. It's as simple as sending a text. It's as simple as making a phone call. Odds are, if you're thinking this way and you're looking for this community, there are other men very close by that are thinking and looking for the same. And then there's going to be some that aren't. There's going to be some that are not running the race. They say that they're running, they say that they're engaged. But they're actually on the sidelines. They're they're cheering on. They're 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 great cheerleaders. They're uh, they're holding the water cups at the uh, checkpoints. But uh, they're not engaged. They're not in the race. And uh, those are men that uh, deserve to be reached out to as well. Maybe they don't realize they're not in the race. Maybe they're not, uh, not they're not sure what the race is. And maybe they're just lost and they're choosing not to be in the race. Regardless, uh, we are a community. We are the church. So let's be the church. Let's be the church for one another as well, gentlemen. If you got some value out of uh, this episode today, I encourage you to share it. If uh, you are feeling uh, lonely, I encourage you to share this with somebody and talk about it. Let's uh, let's get rid of that loneliness, and let's uh, let's run this race together. Uh, let's run this race together, and let's run hard. Let's run hard and let's run diligently, and let's be intentional.